What's going on, EPW Nation? It's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast, Josh and Peyton, here to remind you all that college basketball season is right around the corner. Yes, we finally know it's right around the corner, and Peyton, there's only one place people should go for all the college basketball excitement. Well, Josh, the only place to find all college basketball hoops all the time is Everything College Basketball. Everything College Basketball can be listened to on several podcast hosting sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And we can also be found on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Everything College Basketball. Yes, make sure you are joining the group with a couple other hundred people and growing by the day as we march into year number three of the Everything College Basketball networking system. Now, let's get back to Conrad and everything pro wrestling. Again, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached the number one collaborative sports podcast, wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. It is everything pro wrestling. It is Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, and we are clashing a podcast. My dog, my brother Conrad's in the building. Your man Sean's in the building. It's Survivor Series Fallout. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how good Monday Night Raw is going to be. We don't know. So we're here to give you some than to smile about right here and now. Conrad, give him that intro. Let's get it. such a big two-week stretch of professional wrestling. Conrad, we're back, man. Episode 13. Talk to the people, bro. Man, I think the microphone issues are fixed. I think. I hope. Let's keep the fingers crossed. If something goes out, I'm sure you in the chat will let me know. But StreamYard, we still don't have a full resolution yet. I'm still waiting to hear back about some other uh, monetary discussions that we need to have. About a, a monthly problem, but yeah, man, this was a big week in pro wrestling, dog. Like, um, before I start the show, let me give a shout out to my wife, it's her birthday, she uh always helps out with the intern, so I gotta make sure I show love to those who are there. Uh, I think the grandmas are downstairs too, so shout out to them, always showing love. And uh, Rob and Derek, wherever you are, get my designs ready. You guys are liars, I know it. I know you're gonna be popping up over here later. You can fight me, you could jump me, whatever you gotta do. Two on one, whatever it's gonna be, dog. But I want them designs for some new shirts for Clash of the Podcast too. Be some right. merch. Let's go. While we're doing shout outs, you're gonna get me in trouble if I don't do mine. Big shout out to my future wife as well. Big shout out to my family. Um, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. Took a couple of days off from work. I'm back to the grind tomorrow, unfortunately. But thanking God that I have a way to pay my bills, so that's a blessing. So let's get let's get into this, man. Um, we talked about full gear. 
last week, and uh, we got a lot to talk about with Survivor Series, and I'm going to tell you all right here and now, I'm not that impressed. Ooh. Ooh. Not that impressed. Uh, I'm going to the live chat real quick. I forgot to shout these guys out. Shout out to uh, my man Joel. Joel, what's good? He said, let's do this. Matt Lopez in the house. ML, what up? Joel, what up? Uh, BJ says, yo, what's up? What is good, BJ? Mr. Pro Wrestling One says, hi. (laughs) The best intro. Dude, anytime you can bust out the uh, WCW World Tour, that's what we do over here. No, 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 fam. Don't do all that. Amazing. Uh, Demand in the house. Yo, I'm here to talk wrestling and let you know, go blue. I don't know who blue is. That could be a lot. I hope that's not Duke. Uh oh. There's a lot of teams. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Connor knows soccer. Hello, Conrad and Sean. What is good? What is good? He says, Joel says he loves it. He loves it. Rob said, before y'all get into wrestling talk, what was the best thing y'all ate on Thanksgiving? Oh, that never changes, bro. Macaroni and cheese. My mother's macaroni (laughs) and cheese. That never changes. Yo, you know what? For me, it's the it's the homemade uh, stuffing slash dressing for me. Okay, okay. All, all day, yeah. You mix that with the macaroni and cheese and then the yams. That's Ooh. a fact. That's a fact. Ooh. That's a fact. I'm just now listen. I, I'm I'm not afraid to talk about real life. I'm I'm getting my neck back. I lost I lost a few pounds, so uh, I, I had to curve myself at Thanksgiving. I only had one plate. I had to do what I had to do. Didn't want to. You know, a cheat day can lead into some bad things. So I didn't have too big of a cheat day on Thanksgiving. I'm very proud of myself. Right, right. And I, I just I just went on my run. So that was like part one of my Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like, let's shred this back to where we were. Yeah. So we're doing good, though. Uh, Rob talking about benefits. Rob, you don't get benefits, dog. You got to do work to get the benefits. That, that goes for Derek, too. Demond says that was for Michigan, the go oh, blue. Yeah. All right, I can do that. They beat Ohio State. That's huge. Dude, was this not upset weekend for, like, everything? It was. Every- my, my Notre Dame Fighting Irish did not get it done against USC. But across the board, a lot. Clemson went down. Uh, Ohio State right. went down. Our heels in basketball lost to an unranked team. I was yeah. like, how, bro? I was watching it screaming. It's crazy. Right? Uh I think I think someone wants that recipe for the mac and cheese, Sean. Someone wants to know. I'll be honest with you, my brother. Unfortunately, it's it's a gift, and I'm not going to say a curse. It's a gift and an unfortunate thing at the same time. Because my mother's mac and cheese is amazing, um, and my lady wants to learn the recipe. And my mother's a little bit tight with her recipes, and I don't want it to be a point of contention or dissension. So I, I try to encourage my girl to say, "Hey, listen, you make some wonderful mac and cheese, but." It's not like my mother's. I got to be honest. Let me see here. He said, I love the traditional food. Mr. Pro Wrestling, one likes the turkey, the little gobble gobble. Must be a fan of the gobbledygooker. Let me see here. Sonny, what's good, Sonny? Uh, He says, how much do you think they're talking about downstairs? Hashtag grannies. You better chill out. They might find out. (laughs) Find out. Uh, And I have a question. Master Wado or... Great Oha to replace. Uh, give me, give me Master Watto all day for that to come in as a tag partner. I'm gonna tackle that one for us, Sean. There you go. Uh, Matt says I'm not a turkey guy. I had yellow rice cooked with ham and beans, barbecue spare ribs. Okay, there ain't nothing wrong with some ribs. Not ribs at all. And dressing. Not at all. I feel it, man. I feel it. Um, 
let's let's get into this uh, war games. You got a lot to say about this. I held off even talking about it because I knew we were going to end up talking about it. Um, you you guide this one, brother. This is your part. Um, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'll just go a little bit deeper into it this week. Um, I've, I've said from day one that I felt like just the simple announcement of war games was not going to be, oh, for God's sake, just making me angry right off the rip. I have a lot to say about that train wreck of a match. Um, but just the announcement of war games, I think we were all, myself included, a little bit um, bamboozled, hoodwinked um, by the idea. Smoking the hopium, as my teacher used to say. There you go. That's facts, Conrad. About the announcement of of, of war games, because it was like, okay, finally we're getting back to a match that means something. Finally we're getting back to something of significance, where Survivor Series has been lacking that for many, many years. And yes, Survivor Series 2022 will go down in the annals of time as a better show than probably about three or four years its predecessor, but that doesn't mean it was a good show. It doesn't mean it was a good show. You had a match like Ronda versus Shotzi, which was a train wreck, a complete train wreck. We knew it was going to be a train wreck as soon as Shotzi won the elimination match to become number one contender. It was a pathetic, pathetic display. Uh, I think I think the triple threat match was good, could have been better, but unfortunately for me, I felt like Seth should have been in the eliminate. Uh, she should have been in the. Uh, the, uh, the War Games match, okay? But I have no problem with the way that match went, went, went down. We can talk a little bit more about that. I don't I don't think that the War Games matches were that great. Everybody's going to talk about the uh, outcome with Becky Lynch coming off top of the cage. That was really good. I salute her for that. Welcome back, Becky. I think she'll be champion again. I like how Bianca got top billing, but then uh, uh, excuse me, um, Becky came in and kind of stole her thunder a little bit, but in a respectful way. They were very respectful of each other during the press conference, which is really cool, really refreshing considering their history. So everything went pretty much according to plan. And obviously we all were really excited about, or most of us I'm sure were really excited about Sami Zayn truly pledging his allegiance to the bloodline. We'll talk about how we feel like it's going to play out moving towards WrestleMania. But at the end of the day, I give the show a C. It was a C. And, And you know something, guys? I want to hear your opinions, but you know something? When you talk about a C show, a C show as an A through F and it being a C, a C feels like an A when other shows are Fs. The previous Survivor Series shows have been Fs. So now we have a situation where, okay, we have a C-level show and everybody's really excited. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. Look at the show for what it is. Clean slate. It was an okay Survivor Series. Yeah, this was, I don't know, I'm trying to give quick thoughts, I guess. Like, with the women's match here, it was cool, like you said. Becky kind of came in and took the moment. I like that she had to go to, like, an enemy to to get war games done. I see what they were trying to do with it, but you damaged damage control. Like, I guess I'm coming with the after effects. Mm -hmm. What did this damage control tonight needs to just break up? And I I wouldn't feel nothing. I would feel nothing for it. Yeah, like what? What's the purpose of this group? They have won nothing but the women's tag titles. They they need if if you're gonna do something to this group, let's add somebody. Let's add some oomph to it if you're gonna continue forward with this. But I don't see a point right now with what they were doing. And I don't know. I just felt like the the women felt beat up in that match. Like I felt like they just were tired. They just seemed like they weren't they weren't feeling it. And and I'm not saying that they don't work hard at all. I just think that they just felt like yo, I'm done. Maybe it was the house loop show. I don't know. But they just seemed like they weren't into it as much as I thought they would be. 
And I, uh, I, I reiterate what I said before. I really want to drive that point home, brother. I want to say when you have a C show on an A through F scale, a C feels like an A when all you know is F. The last four or five years, it's been an F, a complete fail. So what happened on Saturday night feels good on the surface. Yes, oh, it was a good show. It wasn't a good show. It was an okay show compared to previous shows that were terrible. You ain't wrong there. Um, I saw AJ and Finn. Someone just put in the chat that they liked it. Who was that? Mr. Pro Wrestling 1. I know you're a Bullet Club guy. But to me, this match was... It was all right. I thought I felt like for the first time I saw the age a little bit in AJ, and it could be what BJ said. Yeah, well, I shouldn't say that. I think it's what BJ brought up. That was AJ's first singles win in a pay per view in three years. Three. That is ridiculous. You have AJ Styles, and that's what you're doing with him. Okay. I I don't know. I feel like these two are just it. They're. They're just riding through the waves right now until you find something for them to do. But they should be in better positions than they are. I agree, I, with you. I agree with you, and I think I think it's really a shame because they had so much momentum coming out of the gates. But if you recall, Conrad, I told you a while ago, damage control was limited. I told you that I wasn't uh, I wasn't a full proponent and a full advocate of them being like this high profile team that they seemed like they were going to be when they debuted at SummerSlam. I told you it's a little iffy. Dakota Kai is a little iffy. Io Sky, from a promotional standpoint, a little iffy, even though she's amazing in the ring. Bailey's probably a little bit better on a solo tip. I ju- I told you that. Yeah, no, you you said it. Um, I think personally, I saw Tokyo just came in and said damage control is buried. I don't think they're buried. I oh. think that this is you could salvage this still. Buried is not getting put on television. Buried is what I feel like. That's like a Zack Ryder thing. What they did to him with buried because he was over, and I'm like, dude, this dude should be on TV. And they're like, nah, do your YouTube show, bro. And then eventually it was he you couldn't deny it. And then they were like, okay, let's beat him real quick and make him look like a goof. All right, now you're back off TV. Cause they didn't want him there. That that's Barry. Damage control is fine. I think you just need to tweak it. Uh Matt Lopez comes in and says, damage control, I feel is uh damage and needs a shake up. Mm-hmm. Uh Demond says women's war games match was sloppy. All the weapons took me out of the match. Yeah, that was like a dumb thing where like Mia Yim was like going to get trash kids. I'm like, your your teammates are getting beat up. <laughs> like you should probably she go in like, and help. Took like a minute and a half of the three minute time period to get weapons. I wonder. See, this is something I think you can learn from TNA. Do, why don't they just have weapons on the top when it comes down finally? Like, okay, now weapons are in the match. You know what I mean? Like, let wrestlers wrestle, and then another solid point by someone not getting paid by WWE who should be getting paid by WWE. I I don't know how many times you myself have come up with ideas that seem to be very elementary and simple, but they're just not done. Like the fact that there's, like the fact, like I said before, that Survivor Series, which is historically known for elimination matches, had none on the card. I definitely thought you could could have. I have a point about the main event, too, for uh, your Seth point, too. I'm going to get into that. Let's get into this. Oh, All right, let's not, because it was just awful. It was yes. awful. Thank you, brother. It was just awful. I have nothing to say about that. That's nice, so I'm not going to say anything at all for me personally. If you want a second to rip it, feel free, but I have nothing nice to say about that match. I have nothing against Shotzi getting an opportunity at a pay-per-view match. 
But chat, let me know what you think. All that needed to be done. Shotzi was clearly not ready for a spot like that. She wasn't. All that needed to be done was Ronda captain a team. I would say not Shotzi, but Liv captain a team and have an elimination match. And Shotzi could have been on Liv Morgan's team. And Shayna could have been on Ronda Rousey's team. It was easy as that. You didn't have to force feed us a women's match that was that. It was terrible. We knew what the result of that match was going to be when the referee counted three on SmackDown two weeks ago when she won the title shot. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sean, here's the, here's the struggling part as a creative person. How are you going to get Ronda all the way to Mania? And she mouthed something that scared me about the queen. Uh-oh, you picked up something? What'd you see? Charlotte. She said, uh, she mentioned something about the queen after she had won, she was screaming something. And I heard, Oh, where's the queen now, or something like that? I was like, Oh no, don't oh, wow. do another Charlotte Ronda match. Like, that's the one match nobody asked for. I think the Becky match might be too late. You might have blew your opportunity to do that match when people cared. I don't know if people uh, care now. I disagree. I, I agree with you completely about Charlotte. I mean, that would be just disgusting at this point, but I disagree with, uh, with uh, Bailey. Oh my gosh, Freudian slip. I disagree when it comes to, um, to Becky. I think people are so sick of Ronda and people are so in love with Becky that them fighting again would make sense and that Becky would go over. At least that's what I think. Right. Um, let me see what else we got here. For Some fans were starting the conversation Survivor Series over Full Gear. Now, I'm with you if, if that's what you're saying. Full Gear over Survivor Series to me. 100%. Yeah. Full, gear was no a Full Gear was a banger. And, and, and I didn't even think the build was that great for Full Gear, too. You're not, you're not wrong. The, the Full Gear buildup was subpar, but the show itself was amazing. Uh, AJ versus Finn was a good match. Should have been traditional Survivor Series match. Yeah, with all those people on the outside, they missed the chance to, like, I, you, I, like we said. I don't understand this. You have a four-hour pay-per-view, and you don't, I mean, you got the OC on the outside. You got Shayna in Ronda's corner. You got the whole situation with Raquel Rodriguez. It's self-made. It's Survivor. Liv wasn't on the card. New Day wasn't on the card. Man. Edge. I don't know what Edge is doing. Maybe Edge is at home right now. No problem. Braun Strowman. Everybody knows how I feel about Braun Strowman. But Braun Strowman could have been on a Survivor Series team. What the heck, man? It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Someone said the Ace said the women's SmackDown division is dead. What up, Ace Nelson? I see you in here as well. I saw you throw up the hand. Conrad, Conrad, Riddle wasn't on the show. Riddle won that match against Rollins and ain't been seen since, brother. All these people on the sidelines, and they couldn't put, and you and and you decided on a five match pay per view where you where this is being built as the re-emergence of Survivor Series being a real pay-per-view. You give us Shotzi versus Ronda? That's what you feel is a high-profile match? Shotzi versus Ronda. The crowd fell asleep during that match. You understand me? This is the quote that was said. This isn't a, a democracy. I'm the queen. So-and-so queen. Yeah, so... It's easy to be a, a, a queen of a kingdom that has nobody in it. That is true. 
Uh, yeah, and a lot of people are in agreement with us, it sounds like, when it comes to Survivor Series matches. Someone said Brian Kendrick booked Shotzi versus Ronda. I want to let you guys know something with that. When Brian Kendrick was going to appear on AEW, you know they set him up with that video, right? They had that on deck. Because rumor had it, WWE had already knew about that video beforehand when he was working there. So they basically were like, yeah, you can go. Go ahead. And as soon as they saw, oh, you're going to AEW? Goodbye. And I'm sure they had someone just put it out. Because wow. I'd never seen that video before, but now nobody wants to work with Brian Kendrick. Funny, he's back. Oh, hey, you know, just weird, right? And now nobody cares. Funny. But well, I won't get into politics. I want to address something right quick, and I and I'm really leaning on you, Conrad, to reel me in, reel me in in a very public way if I if I'm going too far with this thing. Is it just me, or are these elementary mistakes that creative is making in WWE? Very elementary and simple mistakes. Is it just me? Because to me, it's easy. That show on Saturday night, that show on Saturday night could have easily been better. Yeah. Just different booking. You could have you could have had Sean. How long have we been hearing this Miz? Somebody just put up Miz in the chat. This Miz and Dexter Loomis storyline. How long are we? What, what's the payoff? When are we going to do the match? I'm sit. Is, is it tonight? I saw a graphic. I don't even know what to believe over here. Let me ask. Let me pick back off of what you just said. Couldn't they have? He said conspiracy, brother. Ain't no conspiracy. Where's all those people up in arms at WWE now? Oh, let, me, let, me this, let me ask you this. Couldn't at the very least, Miz and Dexter could have been on opposite Survivor Series teams. You could have did Team Gargano versus Team Miz. Why not? What? Like we said, bro, there was room for this. I got. I get in arguments with some people. Some people say like, "Oh, I like that WWE only does six matches." When you do six matches and they mean nothing, it's frustrating, in my opinion, more than absolutely more than anything else. Um, let me see here. The triple threat match. I thought this was solid overall. This is probably the best wrestling match of the night. If you're, if that's what you're looking for. Um, I like the finish with the suplex roll through spear. He fell on top of him. I, it kind of makes theory look like a chump. We'll see what they do with him tonight. I'm, I'm more of a, let's see what they do. And here's why Rollins and all those people couldn't be in there, Sean, because they knew they knew Roman had to win this. Roman ain't taking no L's, bruh. No L's, no matter what. So that's why they put these guys in there like, oh, we can sacrifice these people. I got to fight back with you, bro. I got to fight back with you on that. You know why? And and me and you agree a lot, but check this out, man. You could have put Hogan, Flair, Rock, and Austin on the other team. As long as Kevin Owens was on that team and as long as Sammy turned on Kevin Owens, everything would be fine from a storyline perspective. You could have had the Mega Powers – and you could have had Triple H and Austin in their prime on that team. As long as Kevin Owens was one of the five guys and he got swerved by Sami Zayn, everything would have been fine. You didn't have to sub- – I'm getting pissed off again, Tyrant. You didn't have to subject us to Ridge Holland and Butch being in a main event match of Survivor Series to make that storyline go through. I don't care what nobody says. And it is Dexter versus Miss Knight. Thank you, Matt. Good evening, Big so, I'm, I'm so angry. And you know me, bro. You know me on a personal level. I'm very upset about that. There's no way you're telling me that it had to be Butch and Rich Holland in that match in order for that storyline to go through the way it went through. 
let me let me tell you what I think is happening behind the scenes. Oh, that makes me mad. It's not even conspiracy, though. I think Seth Rollins, when he did that interview with, I, I believe it was BT Sports with Ariel Hawani, um, I think Seth Rollins is really frustrated. He feels how a CM Punk has felt. He realizes, I, Sean, don't get mad at me for saying this, but he yes, realizes sir. he's the macho man Randy Savage. That is the role I always equated to. It's cool to be the player, but it sucks to be the fan. Uh, shout out to Eminem for that lyric. But what I'm saying is when you're the number two, you can feel it. They can tell you. They lie to you. They can lie to you all the time. Have you ever been that person at work? You get the award for, for you know, employee of the year. But then when the promotion comes up, you don't get it. You know why? Because they didn't want to give you the money, bro. That's why. That's how they feel right now. I've been the number two before in places. And it sucks. It's the worst feeling because – Everybody knows you're good. Everybody thinks you should get that opportunity, but the bosses don't think that. And I think that's where Seth is. He's like, I'm frustrated. What can I do to be the man? Like, it's 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 hard out here, man. So I think Triple H is trying to spare some people at the same time. We could have put back the hurt business. We should have never broken them up. You know what I mean? In a perfect world, all this stuff could have worked. I think, so what I think, match of the night was the triple threat match if you're looking for pure wrestling, but story content and character building things, leading to things down the future, I thought the War Games match did deliver. I like it. I even love the embrace with uh, Sammy and Jay at the end. I thought that was great. And the look. The look, the go and look at our thumbnail for this video right here afterwards. Look at Roman's eyes and look at Jay's eyes. And then look at Sammy as he is the happiest per he looks like he just won free free pizza for the rest of his life. And they're looking at him like, Yeah, you think so. You think so. Pay attention. It's the little cues that I love with all of this. Um, I I, I... I noticed that too. I, I think it'll pay off a little bit later. I, I like how Sammy did what he did. I have a, a unique perspective on Sammy turning on Kevin Owens. I think obviously we know this is storyline. We, we all love the business. We know what it is. But just you know, breaking kayfabe a little bit, or actually indulging in kayfabe a little bit. I think that that Kevin Owens understands what Sammy did. I mean, obviously he's going to be angry with Sammy for choosing the, choosing the route that he chose. But I, I think that, that Kevin Owens psychologically would say, you know what? I probably would have done the same thing to you if I needed to. You could even call back to all the times. Kevin has been the dirty one out of yes. them for all the times. Kevin, Sammy, you finally won the big title. I'm so glad I debuted with you. Slam down to the mat. I'm taking the belt from you. The first chance he gets. It, to me, that was like the story of you You finally get a girlfriend, and then your buddy's going to come and steal her. And he just power bombs him just over and over. It was un, it was. They ended it mercifully for yeah. uh, Sammy Zayn. He's yeah. so great. He's great. And I've heard people say maybe maybe they need to look at Sammy as being the person to uh, go up against Roman. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Time I, mean, will tell I don't know how believable that would be to see Sammy win the title. I mean, but I mean, you can you can have I think it's more realistic. Obviously, I think everybody believes the consensus is that it's going to be Sammy and KO eventually taking the titles from the Usos. One of the best things that Vince McMahon did before he left was sign Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to those deals. So I, I will give credit where credit is due. He's still not my favorite person in the world. He's done a whole heck of a lot worse, too, which is still being felt today with the roster. 
This roster is not up to par to where we need it to be. And I hope Triple H is working on that. And it sounds like he is in the post-show media scrum that they did or what press conference. I don't know what WWE calls theirs. They stole that from AEW. Uh well they I remember they did one after WrestleMania 30 it wasn't as good it wasn't real feeling this but format, you remember that yeah I do but this format has AEW written all over it it does it does and shout out to uh NYC uh Demon Diva I saw she got to ask a question at Triple H she was the young lady who they said uh yeah take care of her like she didn't give her a microphone you've been oh, skipping nice. over her. Nice. yeah I know her fellow YouTuber so shout out to her um. Pete Dunn deserved to be a war games. Who is Butch? Yo, <laughs> thanks. Pete, Pete Dunn was actually uh, MIP. He was sleep, slept on in that one. He did very well, I thought. E, what's good, E? Appreciate you. Triple threat match stole the show from DeMond. Uh, look at week. Now we get Rollins going after Roman or Cody. And, yeah, they've been doing, like, this weird, is Rollins face or heel? Like, two weeks ago, I would have said he's a face. And now I'm like, wait, why did he bring up Cody? I, I don't know what to think. Yeah, as soon as you talk crap about Cody, you're automatically considered a heel again. Right. Very weird. Uh, did you watch the press conference? I did not watch it in full. I've only seen clips. I, I saw it. I saw it. We're, so keep doing it, or are you like, nah, this ain't it for the E? I think it's cool, but I think it's a it's an AEW knockoff, and I think anybody who has any sense will, will look at them and say, wow, WWE, desperate move. You're trying to, that's a copycat kind of deal. Because AEW has been doing the media scrum, they've been getting a lot of. Got to remember, we talked about it. They've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, feedback and views on their post media post match scrums. So now I guess you know WWE's like, oh yeah, let's have like press conferences after the pay per view. Yeah, and they're very controlled. We'll just say, uh, Seth always had Roman's number, even if Roman is the top dog. Uh, we got to make that new star hub. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't know what that was referring to. Maybe that's going back to the Sami Zayn thing. Maybe he says we got to make someone new, the top guy. Uh, Sammy bloodline story will come at the Rumble and Chamber being in Montreal. Yes. Uh, Sammy didn't KO, uh, didn't KO powerbomb Sammy on the apron. Yeah, after he won the title. Yeah, it was dirty. <laughs> Kevin Owens is the dirtiest man of all time. I hate, yo, I'll tell you guys this. Sidebar. Ring of Honor piece for the show. I hated Kevin Steen when he did that to El Generico in Ring of Honor. Like, I was so, I, as a fan, I was like, how could you break this team up? You, these were my dogs. How could you do this? And then when they had to have those uh, those wars, it was great. Uh, genetic jackhammer. Cray says, is the Triple H regime that good, or is the bloodline storyline that makes the audience think Triple H is doing something really good? I'm going to throw that to you, Sean. I, Cray, I think that's a tremendous question. I think uh that it really ties into what i was saying to conrad in, in our pre-production meeting today wwe is not that better than what it was when vince was, was in charge it, it's really not triple h has made some changes but they haven't been changes that have in my mind uh been conducive to saying that wwe is way better WWE's not way better monday night raw stinks every single week period monday night raw is a, is a horrible show um, so at the end of the day, I agree with you. The story, the bloodline, the thing about WWE that's saving them right now, the bloodline storyline is the biggest thing in all of wrestling, all of wrestling. But other than that, they don't have much going for itself. Now they have the tools to make it work. You have Seth Rollins, you have guys that can run with the ball if you give it to them, but they're not doing it. So 100%, the Triple H regime, regime is much to do about nothing. It's better than when Vince was running it, but it's not that much better it's 
uh, you know, the show was a, the show was complete crap. Now it's a D plus. I mean, what's the big deal about that? It's a slight upgrade, and I think some people are. Bro, I don't know if you guys remember this from was it episode one? I said this, Sean. The hype train is behind Triple H. Remember the Tony Khan hype train? Tony could do no wrong for three years. Right. Now that's over. People are holding Tony accountable for things. Triple H has the hype train right now. Triple H is great. He's doing things right. There's going to be a moment on television where you're going to be like, hmm, you know what? I'm tired of giving him the benefit of the doubt. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, what Big T, shout out to you. He said those press conferences are absolutely useless and, and as scripted as their weekly television. Uh, Nelson said next year, Team Conrad versus Team Nelson. It's going to be five-on-five five traditional style, though, if that goes down, Nelson. Uh, all those times Kevin turned on Sammy, he finally got his revenge. Someone said Vince is still booking WWE. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, if Roman goes on the press conference saying, I'm old and I'm tired, I work with children, I ain't interested. Uh, oh, he's going back to the brawling brutes. We were, yo, Damon, I swear to you, we were just talking about this in the pre-production meeting before we started this about the brawling brutes. Just, I, well, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't agree with what he's saying. I understand what he's trying to say. I'm not saying that you shouldn't make new stars, but if you want to use that logic, that very logic, um, McKinney, that you're trying to talk about right now, then you would agree with the fact that Shotzi was up against Ronda Rousey. I don't believe in let's let's make new stars just for the benefit of making new stars. This is the Survivor Series. This is supposed to be the most important Survivor Triple H's words, the most important Survivor Series in the past 10 years. So you don't give me the Brawling Brutes in a main event when you have people like The New Day available, when you have people like Seth Rollins available, when you have people like Riddle available. That's what I'm trying to say. The Brawling Brutes, specifically Ridge and Butch, did not deserve to be in that match. It's just it's just a fact. It's just a fact. They did not deserve to be in the main event of the Survivor Series. That's it. Hey, hey, I'm not mad at that comment, man. Uh, for those who haven't already, make sure you hit that like button for us. Don't forget to sub to the channel. Um, Nelson says Bray needs to do something. Yeah, I was surprised no Bray LA Knight on this show, but I guess we're getting something down the line. Bray, Bray freaking Wyatt wasn't on the show, which <laughs> but you flew him to Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel, right? <laughs> it's pathetic when you think about some of the decisions that are made. It's pathetic. Um, until they split the belts, we get what we got. Yeah, the black belt needs to happen. I agree with that. Yeah, but we've talked about how they could do it. What What is the issue with doing this? Is this just he know. can't be beat? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, SmackDown is better, but I'm enjoying Raw more. Raw's been what's the way? What's the best thing I could compare this to? I'm trying to think of a food that it doesn't taste good, but you could stomach it with adding this onto it. A stalk of celery, maybe. Yeah, putting peanut butter on celery. That's what they did for Raw. You're just like, okay. It's still three hours, and there's still half of it you could just toss out the window. But SmackDown's being carried by the Roman storyline, and Mr. Pro Wrestling 1 put that up when you were uh, just talking about your last point with the Brutes. Right. Uh, Drew didn't need to be in that match. Nah, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I feel you, Ace, but I don't have a – I'll put it like this. I don't have a problem with Drew being in the match. Yeah, it Drew needed to look strong, and it was a way to unite him, him and Sheamus. I've got it. LA Knight got injured by Bray. Touche. 
Uh, I agree with Shotzi, but I like the Brutes over New Day in that match. I respect your yeah. opinion. If you think the Brute, if you felt like Rich Holland and 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 Butch have done enough in their time on SmackDown to have been in the main event of Survivor Series, I'm never going to cast dispersions on anybody's opinion. I don't see it, Conrad. Do you see it? No, I don't. I well, I find it weird that we're rewarding somebody who broke Biggie's neck. No. I don't want to put that on Rich Holland saying it that way, but it's true though. Like it's true. Facts are facts. I don't look. Do I think that Rich Holland broke Biggie's neck on purpose? No, no, nobody's saying that. But come on, man. Like, but but I think they're benefiting from Sheamus being as hot as he is, and course. I think Pete, Pete Dunne's been a great soldier. The problem is Pete Dunne can't be taken seriously as Butch, in my opinion. We have to find a way to either separate him from that group or get that name off of him immediately. And this is why I keep telling people, Triple H has until the brand split with me. Even Mania. Like, yo, let's see what you do now. When it's Rumble season, it's Rumble season. By the way, random fact, I'm going to SmackDown on Friday. I will be there. Oh, no, no, no. This was free. I will be perfectly. I did not pay a dot, a penny, a dime for this ticket. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to Rob in the chat. I know you want benefits, but it ain't happening, bro. But I haven't been to one of these shows in a minute. You know what enticed me the most about this show? I'm looking forward to Ricochet versus Santos Escobar so that I can see some Lucha Underground action. King Cuerno versus King Puma. That's what I really want to see. And the show's just there's something missing with them. It doesn't feel like it used to feel. I don't know what that is. I don't I think it's the roster to me. It's something with the rosters that are off that just don't feel right. WWE's off, bro. You're 100% right in everything you're saying. WWE's not Why can't we just fix our lips to tell the truth? With the exception of the bloodline, and you can't even say with the exception of bloodline and Seth Rollins. I always used to say Bloodline Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is not being used properly, so you can't even include him. With the exception of the bloodline, WWE is not good. How come we can't just admit it? It's the truth. Nelson said when Big E comes back, do they do uh do does the New Day become heel or do the brawling brutes become heels? Excuse me. I, I was guess. reading that. I mean, obviously Big E's gonna get I don't think you need to revisit that feud even. If I'm Big E, I'd be like, yeah, separate the brands. We're done with this. Like Forget I respect it. Biggie's graciousness and how he talked about it wasn't anybody's fault. Okay, I mean, God bless. I'm not trying to throw Rich Holland under the bus and make him seem like a bad person, but man, you got to be more careful than that. Yeah, and and speaking of um, injuries, Randy Orton. We found out some news. I don't have a graphic for this or anything, but we found out that Randy Orton's going to be out longer than expected. For a back injury, man, that is not good news. For someone who works a relatively safe style, like people have complained over the years, like, oh, this dude's so good. He's smooth in the ring. The bumps catch up to you eventually. His bump card probably had too many punches in it, and he had to sit down for a little bit. But I think Riddle is really hurt by not having Orton back, and I think the WWE is missing a possible compelling story without Randy Orton being back. I think you could do the chase for 17 if you wanted a match with Cena, maybe at Mania. You could do that if you could put yourself in that position. You could have had him challenge Roman Reigns. You could have just kept him and Riddle together as RK Bro. People were liking that. That merch was selling. Um, I wish Randy Orton a speedy recovery, man. I just, I, I hope that he can get back and do it. I don't think we'll see him on a full-time basis ever again, though. I think he's going to cut it down a lot. Yeah, we miss Randy. Um, Randy's obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer when that time comes. 
I hope that this is not the last we've seen of him in the ring. But I, you have to do what you have to do to protect yourself, and you have a family to feed and a family to be with and be happy with. So take as much time as you need. Um, but I'll tell you something. It's just another one of those examples of, like, a finishing move. He's done a million RKOs, and when you do an RKO, you fall flat on your back, flat on your neck. Um, we don't think about it, but that's the move. It's just like Hogan in the leg drop. Hogan getting hip replacements was inevitable. When you jump up and fall flat on your butt 100,000 times in your lifetime, you're going to need a hip replacement. When you fall flat on your neck and your back and do RKOs for 20 years, it catches up with you. But speedy recovery to Randy is one of the greatest to ever do it. Right. Uh, Someone's saying rumor is Gunther and Brock at Mania. I'm here for it. Brock's got to eat some chest slaps, though. He ain't getting away with that his suplex city stuff. Uh, Elias still not being used right. I have no comment on Elias. I really don't. Uh, shout out to his brother. We got we got to go back to another story though. This week we were able to get both of our top stories in about the bloodline, and you know what the next one's going to be for AEW, don't you? You gotta know. You gotta know. We're gonna talk a little dynamite and the elite. The the elite, the elite come out in Chicago, and there were chants of F the elite and F CM Punk. And they were basically out there and they began to troll the Chicago crowd with biting on the arm. Uh, We even at one point saw a GTS hit on pack by Kenny Omega. And afterwards, he thanked the origin of the move to fellow Bullet Club member, Kenta. Um, yeah, that was that was different. Oh, and Matt Jackson in the Buckshot Lariat with the botch on it. Uh, in between all these shots at CM Punk. Uh, Punk is not there currently to say anything. I mean, he said some stuff on MMA shows too, though, like, oh, my hand hurts. You don't want me in your locker room. I'm trouble. So... Sean, you sent me a message and someone actually thought we were, uh, is Sean mad at you because of your response? And I think they thought the response was to me, but I knew instantly. I'm like, he's not talking about me. That's because they need to watch Clash of the Podcast every Monday at 6.05. Right. But Sean, please go into detail on what you thought about this. And then I'll uh, I'll add my <laughs> Cray, Cray in the chat yelling, it's a work. It's a work. It, 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 is, it is a work. I mean, it's, it's clear what's going on here. It's like this petty, childish BS behavior being played out on national television. It's pathetic. All parties make me sick. I don't like it. It's too much. It's going to make for good TV when Punk comes back, and Punk will come back. Don't get it twisted. Punk is just laying in the weeds. Khan has already had a conversation with him. He's coming back. That's not any kind of spoiler. I don't know that to be a fact, but I'm as a logical adult male, that's what I've come up with. So at the end of the day, it's complete bullcrap. Like, it's a work. It's a freaking work. I've said it for – it's the Montreal screw job all over again. It's a freaking work. Mr. Pro Wrestling One must have liked that that nod to Kenta. I see the Bullet Club up there. I know he's uh, on the Young Buck side when it comes to this. But what, what um, comment did I make that they thought I was managing? Um, you you said something about childish behavior. Oh, <laughs> in it, and I was like, oh, he's. They thought you were talking about me because no. I retweeted it. I was like, no, 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 this isn't about me. I already knew though in my head. I was like, this isn't about no. me. This is about, this is about this what they did. About baby Phil 
and and, and the baby bucks and, and and baby kenny acting like children on television facts someone said time for a manscape promo those are for wednesdays only wednesday exclusive you could you could tell someone to come advertise with clash of the podcast we'd be more than happy to uh to live up to it we would love to use you know like promo code clash we do something cool for them like that so if you guys see any if you see any possibilities for for, for promotion yep. yeah if you guys see anybody you know that's looking to advertise something we're open for business tell them to come reach out to our dms at epw show your twitter at, at, at underscore wrestling you can go you guys can give us a follow on there right now i'm also on hive now too at epw show on hive check it out check it out <laughs> i don't know if that's going to be the new wave or not but you know we'll see what happens with it um, conrad cushman always ahead of the curve i love it and, or behind one of the two <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out with this. Going back to this match, um, me and Derek reviewed this like right after it happened, and we were kind of upset. And I'm going to come at this from a different perspective. I know everybody's saying it's a work. I'm going to go with the fact that it might not be a work. And and hear, hear me out. You've removed Punk from the video game. And on Being the Elite today, you didn't mention any of this because you didn't want to poke the bear anymore. I think they saw people were kind of mad. And before all this happened, Kenny Omega spoke to Sports Illustrated and said, guys, this isn't CM Punk versus the Elite. We all want to get back to our our craft. And, you know, the, he, he considers wrestlers artists. And he was like, we want to get back to just, you know, being artists and doing our craft. And then he went out and did this. And it was the exact opposite of what he said. And I found that to be so hypocritical when they went out and did that. But... So to me, it gave fans false hope about Punk. And if it's not true, they're wrong for that. You're wrong for doing that. Number two, and this is the point I think people are missing. Why on earth, Sean, if you're Roman Reigns, would you ever go to AEW? You're used to having the top things in the world, right? Think of Hogan when he went to WCW. Just put it in your mind for a second. He went in, brother, 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 leg drop, leg drop, leg drop. I want Shaq putting my hand up at the pay-per-view with Mr. T. We're going to do WrestleMania 1 all over again. It's going to be the same thing. We're going to make money, brother. That's exactly what they wanted to do. You're not going to do that in AEW. The Young Bucks and Kenny have proven it. They're not going to let you do that. So you're not going to come in and get to be the star. I know that's going to upset some people, but this is how I would view it as pretend you're Roman Reigns. Why would I go over there? And the moment I disagree with you, we're going to get into it about something, and then we're going to be done. Like, I don't have the office position, and then you're going to get in the ring with me, and you think we're going to play nice together? Nah, 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 fam. And you've got Cole Cabana chants happening. I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you what do you think of it? If you're a top guy, would you go to AEW after seeing that? Or if you're a free agent or someone, what if you want to disagree with something the elite said to do? What if you're like, nah, I don't think that's the right move? I think you're hitting the nail right on the head. I think anybody who's a higher profile free agent would have second thoughts about going to all elite wrestling because it's a it's a, a club, no pun intended, running the show. And if you're not cool with them or if you disagree with them, you can be sabotaged. I hate to use the word sabotage because it's a very heavy word, but that's precisely what it is. Your title reign, your pretend, your potential run, your, your you being over could be severely sabotaged by those who are in power over there because they do. People may not understand this. The whole executive vice president thing, that's real. Those are real. Yeah. 
that they hold. So it's like having a boss at work and you guys are doing the same job and then the boss decides who does the job better. And, and he decides who gets the promotions. Oh, there's only X amount of money in the pot. Well, it's going to me and my friends. And, and like I said, I think maybe this is so far out of control that I don't know if Tony can even reel this back in. It's it's what crazy. Or I tell you, and you agree with me, Tony Khan needs to hire somebody for, for human resources. He's not an effectual leader when it comes to discipline. I like him as a human. I think that he's he comes across as a very nice guy, but he's not a disciplinarian. And that's what you gotta reel these guys in. If if you're not gonna do it, hire someone to do it. Uh, Big T thinks that FTR going to be challenged by the Young Bucks at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view uh, on the 10th of December to get that ball rolling. I hope so. I, I think I think there's money, though. If you're bringing Punk back, there's money now in CM Punk, Kenny Omega. If you're doing a stadium show in Europe or whatever, that's the match. That's the match that will sell it out. Or FTR and CM Punk versus the Elite. That would sell it out. I think people would go in and buy for that. I don't know if you feel the same, but I think that would sell out a stadium. That oh, could I be like their first. Sell out anywhere. I think that would sell out anywhere. That's a 60, 80,000 person stadium sold out. Punk versus Omega, that's, that, that, that sells itself. Matt, that's so sad <laughs> that we both feel that way. Last time I went to SmackDown because I won a contest. Hmm. The Elite had to control Chicago. I would pay. I would pay to go to SmackDown. Um, but if somebody gave me free tickets to Raw, and I had the chance to go to like a hibachi instead, I'd go to get my hibachi. Sounds good right about now. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I spent uh, too long basically fan engaging on is CM Punk coming back after 2014? All that happened. Now I can accept him being done, and I don't want to be on that news for another year. It's the same thing as if Triple H or Vince turned on someone and plenty of people still come. So I think free agents will still go there. Well, see, I, I hear you be jammed, but I'm telling you, it makes it very uncomfortable when the bosses are the ones making the decisions and they were the ones in the game as well. That was a big point of contention. God rest his soul for the old heads out there. Uh, Vern Gagne in the old AWA. Some people resented him because he was the booker and the world champion. Yeah, you can't. I feel like you can't do both. When Cody tried to separate himself from it, that was really the right move, I thought, at the time. Like, let me get away from this so people can't say I'm booking myself in it. Uh, DeMond said it truly is going to be all friends wrestling because all the real stars are going to leave because they see what's going on. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Ricky and all them. I think they might even just do it just to make sure no one spites them, but it's going to be interesting to see how they manage it. Regal's got two more years, but the damage is done. Could be. Uh, elite versus the Rage Squad. I'll take tickets to Monster Jam. Somebody said, "If it's not a work, the Elite is wrong." And TK AEW already put a bad taste in my mouth with Bow Wow. <laughs> Little Bow Wow, you just don't know. I wish I was. Um, I wish I was wrong about that. I told you that was going to evolve. Nah, fam. I'm blaming you and Swerve for Bow Wow showing up. Y'all, y'all put that curse on us. I told you, you guys. When the baddies and 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 Jade showed up at Bow Wow's Millennium Tour, and it was being filmed. I mean, everybody films everything nowadays, but when the way it went down, and uh, Velvet and um, what's-her-name, the other girl, got carried away by security, I, I was like, this is a work. I was like, Bow Wow is coming to AEW. I didn't want to be, I was hoping so bad that I was wrong. I really wanted to be wrong, but I'm not wrong. So ba- expect Bow Wow on AEW real soon, and I, I don't even know what to say. 
<laughs> Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Bow Wow hasn't been relevant for 20 years. He's currently on this wave of the Millennium Tour because that's what all he can do right now. By the way, big ups to the Millennium Tour. Like for anybody who's a who's a 30-year-old girl who used to be 13 in 2000, like enjoy enjoy the show. Have a blast. But for grown ass men like me, I'll pass. And I don't want to see Bow Wow having a girl fight with Jade Cargill on television. Sean, I don't want to catch you in the crowd singing oh from Omarion. And by the way, by the way, how much does he push that line? I mean, Omarion, like when he does that, uh, what's his name? Oh, like he really is like he, he he has a lot of love for Omarion, and it's borderlining on very uncomfortable for me. It's borderlining on very uncomfortable. What with Bow Wow? Bow Wow, Bow Wow is a big fan of Omarion. They did did an album together. I know they did an album together, but you know what? Chill out, like you're, you're being a friend. Yo, I ain't gonna front, bro. I, I like those songs on that. That was a that was the jam. Past tense, past tense. We are grown men now with children. I am not gonna sit up here. <laughs> We're grown men with children. This is getting out of control. I do not want to see Bow Wow no. with uh, Bow Wow with the same braids he wore when he was twelve, getting on my wrestling show and intertwining with an undefeated superstar like Jay Cargill. I mean, what's the end game here? Listen, man, I'm I'm all for letting those people go back. They they got to relive their stuff, man. Even Mario and all them. They, they these guys will come out of retirement. Everybody will scream. People get happy for it. That's that's the purpose of it. Like you said, though, like the thirty year old women who I used to, I used to know someone actually. I used to date someone who loved Bow Wow. Like they were the Bow Wow mark of the school. <laughs> I used to just laugh, and I'm like, yo, what is this? Oh, that's just my favorite guy, you know? And I'm sure she's one of the people who would go to the concert. Like, if he had it, I bet you she would go still. Just to relive those moments. Bow said in a recent interview that he is the one who made the Harlem Shake famous. I wanted to punch him in the face. Crazy. I'm sorry I brought up Bow Wow. We're moving on. We'll move on. We'll move on. Craig, that was your fault, though. Um, We are here. We are going to do a new segment that I've wanted to debut. And this segment is going to be called Bullish versus Bearish. Now, you guys are going to get a lesson in stocks and pro wrestling here. Break it Bullish. down. Break it down. Shout out to uh, Stockgist for this. Uh, bullish is the that you are optimistic that the person's value in this scenario will go up, similar to a stock. Bearish means that you believe the person is on a downward trend. And that's what you mean when it goes with it. I think we've got it. And I kind of want you guys to all play along with us here on this bullish versus bearish segment. Now, I've come up with four random people, and this is going to be WWE version this week. Four random people, and I kind of want to get Sean's thoughts and the chat's thoughts on each of these folks. Now, I only made one graphic, so you're going to see all of them pop up at once. But I want to know, are you bullish on the person as of today, this moment, 7.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Are you bullish on the person or bearish on the person? Are you ready? Let's do it. First up, Sean, Carmelo Hayes from NXT. Are you feeling bullish or bearish? I am feeling extremely bullish. I believe that this young man is a future superstar. I just hope that WWE doesn't mess it up. Carmelo Hayes definitely 
bullish. So you see great potential in this young man. I see massive potential. I think he's on the rise as long as WWE doesn't screw it up. Okay. Okay. Um, we're getting some chats here. <laughs> Somebody said, let me hold you as a classic. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, I can't take this right now, bro. Yo, shout out to Tokyo. He knows. AEW loves hip-hop no matter how bad it is. That is true. Bring Vanilla Ice out there next. Chill. Um, Let's see. Cray says he is bullish as well on uh, the Carmelo Hayes bandwagon. Mr. Pro Wrestling 1 says bullish on Hayes. Bullish, Tokyo says. I like this. I like this segment. I love talking... I'm a real nerd in real life, if you guys don't know. You know, the glasses, superhero stuff all behind me usually. But love the stock market game. Now, the next person you've already seen, it's Shotzi. It's Shotzi. How are you feeling about Shotzi Blackheart? Bearish. She had one woman in the sun, and she got burned because of terrible booking. She's never going to have a moment like she had in Survivor Series ever again in a high-profile match. Nor does she deserve to have another high-profile match because of the performance that she put on. And that's no fault of her own. She was put in a bad spot. But she is now on the decline. Bearish. Okay. Okay. Everybody was bullish on Hayes. Somebody definitely just put NaFam. LOL. Shotzi's getting the bear face. Oh, I feel for you, Shotzi. You're on the downward trend right now. Not looking good. Not looking good. Bearish, but she will turn herself around. And, and I'm not saying this is like you're you're done forever. And just because you're on the rise doesn't mean you're gonna stay that way either. You can eventually go down. That's and why so I said I, I, would, I, would today. Say, I would say Ron is bearish too. There's I, I didn't put some people on because I already know the answers right now. Shotzi was the one I wanted to see if people were feeling it. Shotzi's not ready, but bearish, bearish. Look at Derek showing up in the chat. What's up, family? What's good, D? I appreciate you, sir playing a little game here Derek feel free to jump in we got two more here this one's interesting Michael Cole Michael Cole is the one that I'm most interested in seeing what people's answers are Michael Cole his commentary as of today how are you feeling about the job he's doing in WWE I think I think it's declining I think it's bearish I think no you're going in on this one you ain't getting away with just saying bearish I think Michael Cole has become very stale, very corny. Um, I think he he placates to what WWE wants him to placate to as far as his commentary, and I think he's become very stale. I think that he's not the Michael Cole he was a couple years ago. Um, I think it's time for a change. I think Pat McAfee exposed how boring that Michael Cole is, and I think that him and uh, and Corey Graves were – not a great team, and I think that him and Wade Barrett are even worse. Mm, not a fan of the Wade. I like Wade Barrett. I just don't like him as a commentator working with Michael Cole. So, wait, so would you rather see Wade in the ring, or do you think Wade was better on NXT? I think Wade was better at NXT, and I think Booker T should never commentate again. Concur. Concur. <laughs> that is the reason why Booker T is not on this list, and we put Michael Cole... Michael Cole is different, though. So, BJ put uh, Michael Cole has Pat coming back bullish. And, okay, I can agree with that. Uh, Cole bullish, Mr. Pro Wrestling 1 says. I feel like like not, but I'm leaning more towards you, though. I think Cole is at the point to where I'm like, I think we're starting to think, like, okay, who's going to replace him? 
in my mind. So that's why I'm kind of, it's the beginning of bearish. I get he's doing all those references, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It just makes me think how lame because you didn't say any of this before. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, like, it's that's like, how I feel. You're going to get shoved down in our throats now, and it's like, wow, like, you really switched up. Cole never let me down when it counted. Yeah. The rock yes, he... makes me sick. But, oh, don't don't say anything, Conrad. The uh, Michael Cole's call, The Rock makes me sick. What pay-per-view, guys? What pay-per-view? People showing Derek some love in the chat. Triple H better get a nice insurance policy on Shotzi because it's only a matter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I had to stop reading that one. Uh, A says bullish. Derek's Derek's agreeing with you. Get rid of him. Nelson says he hates Corey Graves. Oh, that was rough with Big T said. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, If if it were up to me, if this was an option, I didn't put this one in, but we may have to add this, Sean. Mm -hmm. If Cole, Cole might be neutral for me. That's the closest person on this list I think that is neutral. Yeah. Uh, If if Cole keeps his job, I wouldn't be mad. If Cole got replaced, I wouldn't be mad. Um. Cole's in the middle, but when Pat Mack gets back, bullish. Okay, people love Pat McAfee. I did not know it was not, like that. Love. That dude is awesome. He's, he's awesome on college game day, too. Yeah, people love his podcast, too. I'm just surprised by how much love it is, though. Like, you would just think he's only, you know, like, oh, WWE commentator. He doesn't do too much. People love him. Like, they always bring him up. Shout out Last to, but not least. Shout out to AD trying to guess what pay-per-view The Rock makes me sick line came from. It's actually... Royal Rumble 99 when he beat the crap out of mankind with the chair. Yes. Yep. With right when that recording. Oh, hated it. Hated that finish. They got me though. It was creative at the time. Cody Rhodes. Bullish or bearish, chat? What do you think, Sean? How you feeling about Cody? The only reason I'm gonna say bullish, and I need you to really focus on this, though. Because it would be bearish if he had been here all along. Because I told you, everybody gets big pops when they return or make a debut. But once Cody gets back, I'm telling you right here and now, right here and now, once Cody gets back, Cody will be bearish. Because I think, Chad, I think Cody, Cody to me was already starting to cool off before he got injured, guys. What do you guys think? I think that he was already starting to get, already starting to cool off when he actually became, when he actually came to WWE in the first place. Everybody was excited about him coming to WWE. WrestleMania had a great WrestleMania match with Seth Rollins, great rivalry with Seth Rollins. But I'm gonna tell you guys something. It was starting to get stale already. I'm telling you. And uh, and obviously everybody's gonna be excited when he returns to the Royal Rumble or whenever he returns. But I'm telling you right now, bearish. Bearish for Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is start his 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 stock is lowering, and I think he's going to return to AEW eventually. I don't know how. Does anybody in the chat know how long Cody Rhodes' deal is in WWE? Uh, because uh, at the end of the day, I don't really know. But I'm telling you, the more Cody Rhodes, okay, the more Three Cody, five, I'm guessing. Okay, I'm telling you, Cody Rhodes was already starting to cool off before he got that injury. Cody Rhodes is starting. I mean, that pop was getting less and less. Cody Rhodes is bearish, man. I, I'm sad to say it, but Cody Rhodes is bearish. I'm I'm gonna tell you something crazy from my group. This is why I love having a group. And sometimes I just go in there and I'm just there to just see the responses. And I watch everything for the most part when I can. When there's drama going on, I apologize because sometimes that happens in the threads too, and I don't see it right away. 
but I asked the question. Somebody had put like the people who could beat Roman Reigns. The person listed Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, and I can't remember who the third was. It was something like crazy that I I, I didn't see. Um, maybe it was like Drew, someone like that, right? Main event guys. Did you know? I said, oh, I'm surprised. No Cody Rhodes. There were Cody defenders on one side, and then there were people who were like, nah, fam, the it's over. They didn't do it when they should have. It's a rap Rizzy for him. And people turned on Cody in that chat. They were like, no, they're saying the same thing you were. So it's interesting. I was like, wow, a lot of people aren't feeling Cody. And I think it's perfect time to go to the chat. I, I'm going to say I'm bullish on Cody as well. But let's see here. The f- Cray, first I'm one. Saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying, let me make, Bearish is the one downswing, right? Yeah. I'm saying he's bearish. Oh, you're taking bearish. I'm I thought you said you were. Okay. I'm okay. saying that he is, I'm saying that he was already beginning to stall when he got hurt. And I think he'll have a big resurgence, big comeback at Royal Rumble or whenever he comes back. And I think quickly people will start getting tired of him again. I think Cody Rhodes is bearish. Yeah, I think you're looking too far into the future. So I'm going to say that he's bullish. I think he's on the upward trend, but I think the same thing, what you said is going to happen, though. So Cray says uh, bearish. A says bullish. Tokyo is bullish on Cody. Hold on. Demond has – Pat McAfee is like a spark plug for Cole, especially when he started liking him dancing on the desk to Shinsuke Nakamura's music. He, he was the energy for SmackDown is one of the reasons why I liked him. Like, when the show was horrible and unwatchable, he would try to get you into it no matter what, which was, is a good job of a commentator. Uh, Mr. Pro Wrestling 1, bullish on Cody. I can see the Bullet Club logo, bro. It's okay. I'm messing, I'm messing. <laughs> but, yeah, bullish on Cody. Cody is bullish. He is the chosen one to beat Roman. BJ, we were this close to having no Jeff Jarrett references on the show. And then you had to do this. The ch- ch- chosen one. Show that man some respect. Don't don't you start. Show that man some respect. I hate being the guy who has to defend Jeff Jarrett. He's a goat in the industry, guys. He's one of the goats. He's one of the legends. I'm telling you. Show that man some respect. Jurassic slap ass. <laughs> Freaking mean gene. Cody is the is the bull that will jump to the moon when he gets back. His story is going to be the new hot program for 2023, DeMond predicts. I think Cody is going to be the guy when he gets back. The injury performance uh, solidified him. I still don't agree with that, letting him go out there and wrestle like that. I think that was foolish for all the we care about our talent talk that I hear. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay if you drop somebody, though. Like, if he just dives off the top rope and you miss him because you, you're injured, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, I agree. I think Cody was cooling off, and I just lost respect for him. Uh, broke chairs and mad tension between AEW then WWE then goes to WWE. I think it just made me believe. That I I learned to not believe anything he says. Like he came off as very phony, but he can't talk about the other side of the story though because I think him, Tony, and everyone else involved, uh, the EVPs, all signed the NDA for not disparaging. I, that, I'm that a bold prediction. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Cody Rhodes will be world champion. But Cody Rhodes will not beat Roman Reigns. Somehow between now and then, they will figure out a way to get one of those belts on Seth Rollins and have Cody beat Seth Rollins. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it right here and now. And this you know is- what? No, I'm going to challenge you on a prediction. Hold on. This is going to be a clip. Uh, hour, hour five in. Write that down, Sean, for you. Hour five. Sean, Sean, right when Sean's back on this camera, Sean – 
I'm going to ask you, is The Rock going to return at WrestleMania? No. You just think he's just like, nah, I'm not doing it, fam. It's not I, happening. I think that Rock will somehow, will will get to March of next year and Rock will not be a factor. Mm. Okay. I, I, I'm not buying that crap. I'm not buying that crap. I'm not. I'm not. I refuse to put myself in a position to feel excited about Rock coming back and then him. Rock, he's not coming. He's a movie. Rock, I don't, he shouldn't even call the Rock anymore. He's Dwayne Johnson. Derek, Goldust at the Rumble? Nah, I think Goldust about to hang him up. I heard he needed a, he, he needs knee surgery. And he's, once he gets that, I think he said he's done. Yep. So he's probably trying to have a couple good matches and then he's through. Uh, Derek's reaction to Cody. I see that in the chat. Uh, BJ put my world. Cody is not beating Roman. Uh, he'll beat Seth for the title when Roman loses it. Okay. Well, not, well, I, I, you're half right. You're half right. Cody. Fans will turn on Cody when he wrestles an IWC favorite. Ooh. Cody's gonna Cody's gonna beat Seth because they're gonna find a way to split the titles. They're gonna find a way to split the titles. Roman's not losing. By the way, anybody who's thinking about Roman losing at WrestleMania 39, it's not gonna happen. Roman Reigns is gonna be champion until he retires. Man, Big T, you gotta come on now. Cody ain't getting like Dusty. I, I've heard Cody's actually more like his mom, truthfully, than uh Dusty. You see, you see the Dusty come out once in a while. Derek, Derek, you've been waiting for The Rock to just say this line to Roman Reigns so they can say it one time on television. He'll probably end up saying that one time. <laughs> well, it's the big show. Y'all getting silly now. Um, Sean. We've done, we've had another fun episode of this this week. I love it. It's I been good. Had fun. I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's fun. For, I guess it's fun for me this week. <laughs> no, no, what are you what are you working on, man? What do you got coming up for the people? Uh, I've been doing a lot of writing, guys. I'm really excited about. It. I'm, I'm going to be dropping um, a lineal top ten boxing review of the t- guys that I consider to be the best top ten fighters in the world. I, talk, I previewed that a little bit last week. I'll be dropping it this week. Um, also, Hubbard Wrestling Week is going to have a brand new episode. I'm looking forward to that. So make sure you look out for it. Some really cool guests. Um, HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly on Hub Wrestling Weekly on Instagram, and Hub underscore Wrestling on Twitter. Show some love. And obviously, I'm here every Monday on uh, Clash of the Podcast. Let's go. Let's get it. Um, Papa Sean, go randomly in the chat. The Rock causing Roman to lose the title before their match, and then Sammy winning the title. I, I don't know. I don't know. They've got they've got themselves in quite the booking pickle. We'll uh, we'll hope they figure it out, guys. Don't forget Wednesday you can join me and Derek AEW Dynamite review every Wednesday. We are there around ten oh five, a little after the show ends. Come on in, check it out. Uh, things are good when it comes to that. But don't forget, we'll be back next week. Next week will be episode 14 of Clash of the Podcast. This is where you get all your wrestling news, good debate topics, have some fun in here. And uh, I appreciate everybody. Derek, we'll do, you, maybe me, you, and Sean can all get on and do a Q&A one of these nights. Maybe maybe that could be a, a Monday special. We'll all do a Q&A together and just answer I love questions. that. Great. All right. Uh, Demond, thank you so much. Chat, I appreciate all of you for myself. And for my partner, Sean Hubbard, we are out. One.